0: Morning, y'all. I'm Stephen Artery, in for Katie Cameron, and it's Friday, March 1st. On this date in 1932, the 20-month-old son of aviator Charles Lindbergh was kidnapped from the family's home in New Jersey. The baby's remains were found two months later. And on this date in 2000, Jay Leno returned as host of The Tonight Show on NBC. He had stepped down to move to a primetime slot, paving the way for Conan O'Brien to take over. But when Leno's primetime show failed, Leno was back on Tonight, and O'Brien was out the door. Here's your trivia question. On this date in 1972, Ronald Reagan, who was then governor of California, pardoned a country singer who had served time for attempted burglary. Which singer received that pardon? I'll have that answer coming up, but first let's check on your first alert forecast. Good morning everyone,
1: meteorologist Chris Holtzman here. We are looking at temperatures today near 60, plenty of cloud cover with an area of low pressure, and notice we are unsettled. Rain will be around and it will be heavy at times, especially this afternoon and evening. Temperatures for the day will be in the upper 50s to low 60s, and future tracker shows notice some of those yellows, even oranges and reds for the afternoon and evening. That's when we see the heaviest of the rain, and when all is said and done through Saturday morning, around 1 to even 2 inches of rain will be likely with locally higher amounts. And as I mentioned, it will be breezy for the day. We could see gusts up to 30 miles per hour at times. We're in the 50s overnight, and our 7-day forecast verifies that rain chance is elevated for the day today. And then notice that that rain chance will hang around over the upcoming weekend with temperatures in the 70s.
0: You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast. Powered by the Low Country's news leader, Life 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines.
2: The developer overseeing potential projects coming to a 286-acre lot near the Essex Farms community was able to meet with the community and hear your biggest
3: concerns. At Charleston officials, they also shared the different businesses currently being discussed to fill the lot. Live 5's Destiny Kennedy was at last night's meeting and explains why some people actually left with more worries than they came in with.
4: The developer is in talks with a grocery store and gas station, but plans have not been finalized. Some residents are less than pleased about the big changes coming to the area. During last night's meeting at the Waring Senior Center, community members were relieved to know that the developer, Cameron Property Company, withdrew its request to change zoning language to include drive through windows at restaurants. Residents expressed concerns about traffic congestion, but this concern was replaced by worries about a gas station. Um, When we purchased our properties, we were told specifically that a gas station wasn't allowed to be there. The developer, Collins Moe, says he does want community input, but that the company has the right to build to the zoning order, which does allow for a grocery store and gas station.
0: We're going through the the proper city of Charleston permitting steps. Um, which require traffic studies, things that outline what we're proposing to make sure they meet all the standards with the county, the state, and the city, more importantly.
4: Residents say they were disappointed and are now left with even more concerns and questions.
2: I think my husband and I are going to have a serious conversation about whether or not we're going to be listing our home.
4: City officials say the development was approved many years ago and the zoning goes back to 1997. Reporting in West Ashley, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News.
3: After an 18-wheeler ran off the side of a Johns Island road and spilled wastewater, homeowners say more needs to be done about traffic and road safety in the area. River Road is a two-lane road often used as a cut-through between Maybank Highway and Main Road, but it's surrounded by historic tree lines and ditches. Homeowners want limits on what kind of trucks or vehicles can travel the road and safety precautions like guardrails and widening measures. Charleston County tells us it's working on projects on River Road, but because it's a state road, any requests will need to go through the State Department of Transportation.
2: After the Charleston County School District raised teacher pay, it noticed that it had more teachers in your students' classrooms. Now a task force is looking to do it again. That task force is made up of more than 30 teachers and principals that are looking to bump starting salaries up to $58,000 a year. Now this all comes after salaries were brought up to about $48,000 last June. The task force is also trying to bring back last year's $5,000 bonuses and additional benefits for hourly employees. Next Wednesday, the group plans to meet with legislators, legislators at the State House to discuss the best ways to retain and attract new teachers.
3: Volunteers are visiting more than 100 tri-county classrooms today in hopes to make reading fun.
2: Yeah, and a low country organization's goal is to promote child literacy skills with Read Across America Day happening today. And Live I've Tiana Maxwell is in Charleston this morning. So Tiana, what should we know about early childhood education and how it pertains to this event today?
1: Shelby Trident United Way is bringing community volunteers to Title I schools to promote early childhood literacy. The National Institute of Literacy. It says about 40% of students nationally cannot read at a basic level. In South Carolina, only 32% of 4th graders meet at or above the National Assessment Educational Progresses reading levels of proficiency. Students in low-income households have less opportunity to read at home, making Read Across America Day that much more important. I spoke to Katie Hauser, the Director of Education here at the N.E. Miles Early Childhood Development Center here at College of Charleston. Rather, Hauser says reading to your child gives them the opportunity to hear more words per minute. She says students in more affluent households can see up to 2,000 words, whereas others can see 600. Director of Education at Trident United Way, Allison Hilton, says the community support of young people ensures success in not just the children, but our futures as well.
4: There are words that you'll come across that you might not be able to read as a child, but being able to hear that word read by somebody else, you'll be able to recognize it later, but also be able to use it in context. So we're broadening our young people's vocabulary by exposing them to more words, but also by having an adult be able to read it for them.
1: The reading day gives children the opportunity to see community members invested in their learning and to lead by example that adults care about reading, too. Try United Unite Away is proud of the community coming together, bringing their own favorite books, and involving the students into their stories. Reporting live in Charleston, Tiana Maxwell, Live 5 News. Your taxes
2: from paying for an I-526 extension has lost some momentum, but not entirely. The Coastal Conservation League sued Charleston County over how? They chose to fund the Mark Clark extension, claiming it was never listed as a transportation penny tax project. So council should not have earmarked those funds for the project. But the courts ruled no matter what council members may have said initially, the money is meant for general road projects. And that's exactly what the extension is. One taxpayer tells us he thinks the intention behind the lawsuit was misplaced.
3: The Coastal Conservation League has a lot of fake outrage on behalf of the taxpayer but yet they'll drag the government uh, through the courts wasting all kinds of public money fighting a road that most people on the west side of Charleston have wanted for years.
2: Despite the failed lawsuit, the court did say the county council violated a public information law when they voted to move around the penny tax money. At the time, they did not inform taxpayers that they'd be voting on the item, let alone in making a decision. That ultimately does not change the next steps of work, though.
3: Kiowa Island officials are continuing their fight to protect Captain Sam's spit after learning the land was offered up to the state. The spit is a sandy inlet that stirred a legal battle over development rights for years. This week, town council members had their legal counsel send a letter to South Carolina's attorney general asking for help. Experts say it's unknown what state ownership would mean for the land, but some residents worry it'll lead to wasted money since it would do what the developer, Kiowa Partners, failed to do as part of a contract with the town. Kiowa Partners declined to comment on the matter
0: at the top of the show i told you that on this date in 1972 california governor ronald reagan pardoned a country singer who had served time for attempted burglary that singer you have a great mind for trivia if you remembered that it was merle haggard celebrating birthdays this friday singer roger daltrey of the who is 80 actor dirk benedict from the a-team is 79 actor director ron howard is 70 Dukes of Hazard actress Catherine Bach is 69. CSI actor George Eads is 57. Saved by the Bell's Mark Paul Gosler turns the big 5-0. And singer Justin Bieber turns the big three-o. Thanks for joining us for Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I hope you have a great weekend. I'm Stephen Artery, in for Katie Cameron, and she'll talk to you on Monday. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's
3: News Leader.